Star Wars 7x7, episode 920. Today, it's a Star Wars Rebels briefing. We're looking at the start of season 3B of Rebels with Ghosts of Geonosis. It's a two-part episode featuring the return of Saw Gerrera. And, yeah, it's all right. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and so, where do we begin? Okay, well, let's start off by talking about the fact that there is a good chunk of stuff in Ghosts of Geonosis that we see in the mid-season trailer for Rebels, so that in itself was a bit surprising, and I will even go so far as to say a little disappointing in that a lot of the stuff that we saw is... You know, it's already out of the way. It's not like we have it to look forward to anymore. One thing right off the top is that there had been stuff with Sagarera and battle droids and Sagarera and jump troopers, stormtroopers with jetpacks, and I've been hoping that they were going to be two different episodes and that we would see Sagarera spread out through the season. Well, I was right and I was wrong. It was two different episodes technically. It was part one and part two of the Ghosts of Geonosis story, but that's it. So it all happened on one night. So it's really hard to tell whether we're going to get any more Saw Gerrera in this season of Star Wars Rebels. Now, the other thing I mentioned about Saw Gerrera and him showing up in Rebels is the possibility of us seeing some of his reputation, some of why he ended up breaking with the Rebellion or the Rebellion broke with him because of his extremist ways. So it's alluded to in dialogue here and there where Saw has a reputation as being extreme and this, that, and the other. And he definitely proves it to a limited degree in the episode, but let me just get to the details of the episode first. So this is a spoiler-filled episode, so if you have not watched the two-part episode and you don't want it to be spoiled, save this podcast for a later date. Otherwise, if you want to know the details and you don't care whether you've seen it or not, just let's go, let's go. Basically, the breakdown of the two-part episode is this. Part one is solve the mystery of where this rebel team investigating Geonosis went, and part two is deal with the Empire when they show up in the process. And ultimately, we don't even really find out what is going on on Geonosis, okay? So they find one little Geonosian running around that they nickname Click Clack, how cute, and Click Clack apparently has control of a bunch of battle droids and destroyer droids, and there is some shield generator that's being kept active and alive and useful, but to what purpose, we don't really know. When the Empire shows up in part two of the episode, there's some limited talk about a proximity alert because of some meteor, at least they're hoping, and it turns out that they're able to scan and find life forms on Geonosis, which they shouldn't be able to do. But even that, why were they in Geonosis in the first place? Why were they even passing by? Especially, as noted by Hera, the construction modules and the debris that they had seen around Geonosis the last time they were there, which was at Season 2's The Honorable Ones episode, all that's gone, which in itself is mysterious and worth investigating. But anyway, they're there at the behest of Bail Organa and June Sato, that's the ghost crew, and they find Saw, he is the only survivor of his unit somehow. The battle droids got everybody else, but they didn't get him. That in itself is a little weirdly suspicious, but nothing comes of it, so, eh, you know, moving on. There is something moving around in the corridors and in the caverns and whatnot that Saw hasn't been able to find. There is a 
bridge that was destroyed so he can't get across to this other cavern and so thankfully there are Jedi to throw each other across and jump across and all that fun stuff and there is one great line about Kanan's jump being very impressive and this is what Rex has to say in response to it. In fact I'll back you off a second and give you Sagarera's line followed by Rex and then Kanan. I always forget they can do that. Yeah but he's not a Skywalker. I heard that. And that right there well, you know, I still haven't seen all of season two of Rebels, and I'm going to go back over that over the summer, but it makes me wonder whether Rex is actually aware that Anakin is Darth Vader, and what does he think of Anakin? I don't think he's aware that Anakin is Darth Vader. I don't think Ahsoka has revealed that knowledge to him, and I don't think Rex knows where Anakin is, probably assumes that he was killed as part of the Jedi Purge. So back to the story. They find Click Clack, and Click Clack leads them to his little living quarters, and it turns out he is guarding an egg, a Geonosian queen's egg. So apparently his species has not been entirely wiped out, as was previously thought. Now, if you're a reader of the Star Wars comics, you're aware that there is, during that time period between Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back, a Geonosian queen kicking around. And according to Pablo Hidalgo, even though he says his tweets are not canon, he points out that they are playing a long game at Lucasfilm. They continue to play a long game at Lucasfilm, and this is just one example thereof. This is, in fact, the egg that will hatch into that Geonosian queen that we see in the Darth Vader comic series. But there's a lot of bickering that happens over what to do with Click Clack and the egg, and they ultimately contentiously decide to bring him and the egg back to Chopper Base for questioning and eventually return him to Geonosis. But then, unfortunately... Saw decides to torture Click Clack for information, and when the Rebel crew doesn't like it, Saw says, well, I'm just going to take Click Clack and the egg on the Phantom and get out of here, and he even puts a blaster up to the egg and threatens to shoot the thing and ultimately seal the fate of the Genosian species. But they have bigger problems and bigger fish to fry because the Empire discovers them and sends a recon patrol of TIE bombers down. Of course, the TIE bombers are relatively quickly dispatched with by the Ghost Crew on the surface, despite the fact that sand is affecting the barrels of the Ghost Crew's guns, which causes Sabine to say this. Stupid sand gets everywhere. Now that was a genuine laugh-out-loud moment. I mean, you know that was on purpose, don't you? There's no way it could have been otherwise. But let me jump back to the whole torture thing and the egg thing and all that because that happens after this scene with them shooting down the recon situation. And once they do that, of course, that's when they send the jump troopers down to investigate while the ghost crew actually retreats down a shaft, which seems like not the smartest thing to do, but, well, that's what they decide to do anyway. And this, I thought, was a really fascinating take from Saw Gerrera about basically the whole conflict. Your methods are soft, Jedi. We lost the last war because of you. I won't lose this one. Now, if you've seen Rogue One, which I know you have, then this should add some serious insight into Sagarera's personality and psychology and why he is the way he is by the time Rogue One rolls along. He also says this later in that exchange. Our enemy shows no mercy. Neither can we. And then... After he's gotten physical with both Ezra and Rex, and they're still trying to talk him out of doing what he's about to do, there's this exchange. I'm fighting for you and everyone else not to lose what they've got. And I won't apologize for how I do it. Then you're no better than the Empire. Which, of course, becomes the moral of the episode where Saw finally says, You know, you're right. I can't condemn the Genosians to complete and utter extinction, you know. 
I've got my family and I lost it and I was not happy about that. So I can't be the person to take away this Bugs family, even though the Bugs did all these terrible things. The Bugs are how he refers to the Geonosians. But I don't get the idea that the message actually sinks in, considering what he's like in Rogue One. And so, yeah, I actually am looking forward to another viewing of Rogue One with this additional backstory of Saw Gerrera, because I have a feeling it will color his performance for me in a new light. Anyway, at the bottom of the shaft that Click Clack is actually leading them down and away from the Empire, it turns out that there are storage containers, Imperial weapons storage containers, that had the chemical weapons that were used on the Geonosians. The Ghost Crew tries to take two of those canisters with them, but in trying to escape as the Imperial light cruiser is trying to bring the shaft down on them and bury them alive. Unfortunately, those canisters are knocked off the ghost and they escape, but without those canisters. Which unfortunately means that despite even the photographic evidence that they're coming for, it's not going to be enough apparently to prove to the Senate that there's been this terrible genocidal atrocity on Geonosis. And that is going to do it for Ghosts of Geonosis Parts 1 and 2. Now, there have been a number of episode summaries released for the second half of the Rebels season, and I'm going to share those with you after the break, so stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Welcome back. The next four episodes of Star Wars Rebels have been given titles and descriptions, and here's what we have to look forward to. Next week, we have episode 14, Warhead. The description is that Zeb and Chopper bring a damaged droid found in the Atalon wilderness back to the base, only to discover that the droid is a new Imperial probe programmed to spy and destroy the Rebels. Oh boy. Remember what we talked about in the mid-season trailer, the idea that both Lethal and Chopper Base on Atalon were going to be found by the Imperials and ultimately attacked? Well, this certainly seems like that's a precursor to it. Then we'll have Trials of the Dark Saber, and that one says, To help recruit her people to join the Rebels, Sabine reluctantly agrees to learn to wield an ancient Mandalorian weapon, that would be the Darksaber, but finds the challenge more difficult than expected. That will be two weeks from Saturday. And next up, we have Legacy of Mandalore, so it looks like it's going to continue on in a story arc, but that's actually not going to happen for nearly a month. January 21st is the episode 15, Trials of the Darksaber, but February 18th currently is the scheduled date for episode 16, Legacy of Mandalore. Hoping to get her family to help the rebels, Sabine returns home with Kanan and Ezra and finds herself embroiled in her family's power struggle for Mandalore. And then we get right after that, February 25th, Episode 17 of the season, Through Imperial Eyes, and it says, Fearing that the Empire will soon discover the identity of a rebel spy, the rebels launch a plan to rescue him before his capture. I think you and I would both agree that has something to do with Agent Callus. And once that episode airs, then we will be halfway through the second half of Season 3 of Rebels. There will only be five episodes remaining, which more than likely will be three episodes and then one big two-parter. And based on the way the first couple of seasons of Rebels went, I have a feeling that those episodes will be then be airing on March 4th, 11th, 18th, and then the 25th will be the big season finale. 
I will, of course, keep you up to date on all of that. And for now, we are done. So thank you so much for checking in with a bit of a longer episode for this Rebels briefing. Hey, it was a longer episode of Star Wars Rebels, so that's the way it's going to go down. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take a blind shot at a Sarlacc tentacle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a little higher, it's Destiny Unleashed. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take a blind shot at a Sarlacc tentacle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a little higher, it's Destiny Unleashed.